in case you missed it on Newsbreak. This is Women Economy Wednesdays. Janet Pillay is founder and CEO of Multilayer Trade Corporation. But moreover, she is a strategist and a changemaker. She has worked for academic institutions and governments and has achieved all her qualifications cum laude. Janet was also appointed as a visiting fellow at the University of Fort Hare. With her memberships, nominations and speaking engagements too many to mention, let Janet Pillay tell us her story of empowerment on Newsbreak's Women Economy Wednesdays. I've traversed so many industries from real estate to the arts and now to business. There's a term, Renaissance man. I'd like to call myself a Renaissance woman because I'm interested in many things. For me, continued learning is a key thing. And to be able to engage with communities and business at a level that is exciting and empowering is really important to me. I come from the arts, so I'm a cultural activist, and my mother was very worried when I was growing up, wondering whether I was ever going to be sustainable, because the arts people don't earn money. I made a transition from the arts into transport, because working in Cape Town, Cape Town such a hub of activity, we're so blessed with tourists. I saw that there was really, around holiday time, always a shortage of cars. And so, on a whim, I bought two vehicles from Vida Car Sales, which are second-hand vehicles. I didn't even know that you shouldn't be buying them cash. I paid cash for them, and I thought I'd done a phenomenal thing. And then they lay there for three months whilst I tried to get insurance and everything else sorted. It was really per chance that I came into the transport sector. And as I worked in it, I realized there was such poor representation of women. I realized there were so many sectors that one could supply vehicles to. And then I also realized that it was a lucrative business, but also high risk. It was quite a journey and breaking into a sector that is really male-dominated. I learned very early on, we didn't get invited to the events. The men went and played golf and drank whiskey and made deals over a couple of beers in the bar. I made it my duty to understand my sector, so the education of how the sector functions, how many gear changes it takes from point A to point B so drivers couldn't pull the wool over my eyes, learning the industry well so that I learned about maintenance plans and service plans and how to fund and finance these vehicles was really important because if you understand the sector and you understand depreciation and all of the things that go with it, you can actually cope and cope very well in the sector and really excel. So I think for me, the key thing in working in transport has been keeping abreast of changes. If there's a new vehicle on the market, I make sure what the capabilities are. I understand and know that my customers will need these. I also try to understand my customers' needs as diligently as possible so that I give them exactly what what they need for their particular businesses. You don't want to give a luxury 4 by 4 to someone who's supplying an essential service. So understanding customer needs, matching product knowledge with that, and also financing your vehicles in a way that serves your purpose I think is key critical. Most vehicle rental companies aren't at the airport, so we were never at the airport. We had to think out of the box, and we've been thinking out of the box for the last 19 years. 
So during COVID, a lot of my competitors have closed offices, they've downsized. We spent a lot of time at home, in the comfort of home, looking at what the needs were, and we developed what I call a COVID-compliant vehicle. It has a phenomenal facility where there's washable headrest covers, there's touchless hand sanitizers, and a polycarb screen which is non-flammable, easy to clean, and which can also be used for public service announcements to separate driver and, and passengers in the vehicle. The plus about this vehicle is that it can carry people in large groups. We can practice social distancing. It's phenomenal because it actually places, you know, we find ourselves in a space, Salma, where the driver of a vehicle is now the custodian of our well-being. He or she has to ensure that your hands are sanitized, that you're wearing a mask, that you're socially distancing. And the bulk of our workforce comes into the CBD and other outlying areas with public transport. If our public transport is not compliant, then we place ourselves at even bigger risk. I think the most important thing is to keep a balance. I keep a very strict routine. I do my early morning meditation and my night meditation. I have a strict program. I treat my day as if I was at work. And in doing that, I'm very cognizant that there is a world of work out there, as difficult as it is to imagine, that if we don't survive beyond this, this old world that we knew and the crisis world that we find ourselves in, we will have to be fit for purpose as we move into the new normal. Newsbreak, Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.